Hello and welcome to the Positive Feedback Podcast, a podcast from Creating Chances. Here at Creating Chances, we are a for-purpose social enterprise that aims to empower, inspire and develop young people through our evidence-based best practice programs. This podcast is an extension of that and each week you will be hearing from people within our organisation as well as people from other organisations and walks of life that share the same goal as us to impact and support young people so that they can change the world around them. Through these stories and lived experiences, we hope that you too are inspired to make a positive impact in the world around you. On today's episode, Paul connects with Laura Sherian. Laura is a professional netball player who currently plays for the Sunshine Coast Lightning and has also represented Australia. The two discuss the value of perseverance and how it has been a constant aspect of Laura's netball journey, the responsibilities that come with being a professional athlete, and her work with the Confident Girls Foundation. Enjoy the episode. So it's a pleasure to have you today. How are you? Thank you. I'm really good. Can you guys hear me all right? Yeah, it's not too bad. I think maybe, yeah, I think it's pretty good. I'm not sure. Can everyone hear all right with the audio? Give us a thumbs up if you can hear in the comments below. If not, I think Eve said hello anyway, so I think they can hear you. Excellent. Awesome, awesome. So how's your day today? All right? Yeah, pretty good. Just the usual, some training, a few meetings, that sort of thing. Uh, keeping busy. I know that the, um, yes. the, the season's going to start soon. I'm not sure what the date is again. So exciting. Yeah, two weeks, two weeks. Um, to go until the season right, starts. Yeah. Awesome. Longest really? pre-season ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? But don't worry, we'll get there as always. We always push through. So, you know, before we exactly. get right into it, I'd just like to say it's a real privilege to be able to do this for Creating Chances because I do get to speak to people like you. And at CC, we believe in empowering the youth and getting them to reach their potential. And I think it allows for a more cohesive and inclusive society. And I think you're an amazing candidate to speak to today. So again, really thankful to have you on and um, share some netball advice and even some other words of advice with life. So again, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. No worries. So w- without further ado, I'd like to ask, um, and you know, for others to get familiar, can you just you know, tell us a little bit about yourself um, other than the netball stuff that you do do? Yep. Obviously, I live up here on the sunny coast playing netball. Um, just recently built my home up here. Um, grew up in Victoria originally and then um, came up here when it was so sunny and beautiful, decided I wanted to live here permanently. Um, apart from netball, I'm a qualified naturopath. Um, so I've got a Bachelor of Health Science in naturopathy, um, which I finished probably about five years ago now. Um, apart from that, I also, my other passion is in the kitchen. I love cooking um, and I love getting people together over food and I think it's a really special time when you can get your family and friends around the table together. Um, and apart from that, my other hobby is country music. Um, so love a bit of twang and that's all I listen to. Um, and also I have an amazing family which I love spending time with. And hopefully I'll have a new puppy soon, which would be wonderful. Oh, that's awesome. Do you have any names for the puppy yet? <laughs> mm, throwing a few around, but I'll wait to see him yeah. or her first. And then, I think, um, yeah. then I'll <laughs> Once you see it, I think you'll just know, right? I think that's usually how it goes. Oh, that's yeah, awesome. Exactly. You know? um, I guess a lot of things you're into, which is really good to have all those transferable skills, you know, with the cookie and the naturopath and, it's, it's, and the netball as well to top it all off. So I think... You know, keeping all those different transferable skills is, is really awesome as an individual yourself. So I think that's something that we teach at CC as well, that 
that you know have those transferable skills around keep ready for anything that pops up so i wanted to ask as well with your um netball career you know um when did you start uh was there something yep. that inspired you to start playing uh, you know how did it all begin um i started playing when i was four years old um wow. my mom was coaching, yeah really young my mom was coaching my sister's team which often is how it happens and um i've always wanted to play when i went down and watched and they were short one game didn't have enough players and um got the call up so yep started in gisborne victoria um playing for possums netball association Wow, represent the possums, right? Yeah. Four years old. I think that's, that's an amazing time to start, and I think it's really important for you know others to encourage others to get into sport as well at such a young age. You know, definitely get yeah, those motor control skills up. Yeah, and I think it's important to try all different sports as well. And um, I think I started playing basketball about a month after that, and then I had a go at AFL. So I think. Um, yeah, have a go at whatever's being offered around and all the skills transfer across to other sports. Yes, very true. So your netball career started very early at four years old, but I couldn't imagine it to be all, you know, sunshine and daisies. I was, I was hoping you could explain to us how your journey with netball really was and, and you know, was there any struggles? Was it always easy? Yeah, definitely. There was a few struggles along the way. Um, through the younger years, I was quite fortunate and made a lot of um, representative teams and state teams and that sort of thing. I went to the Australian Institute of Sport uh, when I was 18 for three years, which was an absolute amazing experience and loved every minute of it. Um, once I finished there, I got contracted to the Queensland Firebirds, um, but was only given a year and my contract ended and I didn't get recontracted. And that was really disappointing for me. And then, um, so I had six years between professional contracts before the opportunity to come up here to the sunny coast. And um, that time was probably the hardest period of my life. Um, but at the same time, I learned so much about myself and about other things that are outside of netball, found new hobbies, that sort of thing. And I think it was actually really important and a good growing experience for me. Yeah, so that's six years out of netball and you still you manage to persevere and then play for the Diamonds and the Sunshine Coast yeah. Lightning. So it's a huge break, but then to be able to still come back, like how did you have to, how did you persevere through that time? And was there anyone that really encouraged you? Yeah, definitely. Um, throughout that time, I think I knew I wanted to keep trying and see if I could make it. And I think having confidence in myself and my ability of what I could do on the court was really important. Um, you know, and taking the little opportunities that come along the way. So Firebirds would still invite me to training sessions and that sort of thing. Um, and it was really hard to walk back into those sessions when obviously I was in the team and then out of the team. Um, but took those sorts of opportunities because you need to be training against the best and, and experience um, that environment as well. That was my thought process along there. Um, I also, you know, looked at other aspects of my life and I think it's really important to have some balance so um, between family um, also finished my uni, uni degree but knew that I wanted to keep trying to make it at netball so sent a lot of emails out to coaches that sort of thing got a lot of rejection ones back but you just grow a bit of a thick skin and I think I knew that even if I got to the um, end of wanting to play netball and I hadn't made it at least I'd done everything to give myself those opportunities and um, Things definitely happen at different times for people and my opportunities with the diamonds and the lightning happen later in life. I definitely would have wanted it to happen earlier at, say, 21, but it didn't. <laughs> and I'm completely glad for that because I think um, I'm a better person and player because of it and had a bit of life experience and um, learn a lot between it. 
That's awesome. And I love the determination. And, you know, when you have a goal for yourself, you just keep it at the front of your view. And I think you just, you kept it there, you know? And yeah, I think it's, it was a, it's about having a passion for something in life as well. And there's so many different ways to look at it that so many people focus on that end goal and what you can achieve, but it's all about the journey and what the experiences you get along the way. And I think, you know, I played in some awesome teams just because they weren't professional doesn't mean it wasn't an amazing experience and I learned so much from them. Yeah, and I think every experience you, you do gain some sort of, you know, um, life skills with that and improvements in your own self. And I guess on that note, I wanted to touch on um, some of the life skills through sport that we teach at CC. And I was wanted to know, because, you know, we teach things like values, goal setting, problem solving, decision making. And I wanted to know from your perspective through the, the netball world, like what kind of life skills do you think netball promotes? Yeah, definitely. I think there's the obvious one of teamwork, but I think um, communication is a massive thing. Um, you learn to communicate with different people from different cultures and experience um, different things with different people. And it's and that's the awesome part about netball and you learn different ways of communication and that sort of thing. Um, I also think netball, for me personally, gave me the confidence to be my unique self, so on and off the court. And um, around netball is where I feel the most confident and that kind of grows throughout the rest of your life as well. Um, and And I think, like, it's so important to be passionate about something and that's what netball also gave me personally is that passion for something and the feeling of the ups and downs. It's important to have those in life and, and to experience them. That's awesome. And that's just through netball, guys. Communication, confidence and that passion. That, that's awesome. I really think you can take that on board when it comes to, you know, achieving your own goals and things like that through sport. And, yeah, that's awesome. I, I really love that. And I was thinking of... Um, with creating chances as well, we, we try to create opportunities and chances for others to succeed. And, you know, as an athlete yourself, I wanted to know, you know, what are you doing to create chances for others? Because I know that you are involved with the uh, Confident Girls Foundation and things of this sort. So could you touch on that a bit and, and share what you actually do? Yeah, definitely. Um, I kind of have two answers for this. So I think the Confident Girls Foundation, um, being a professional athlete is a really unique position to be in. And an awesome opportunity to be able to help others um, through your sport and use it as a vehicle to help others. And Confident Girls Foundation is an awesome way to do that. So up here on the sunny coast, we actually have a program. We go out to different schools and different organisations and have the opportunity to meet some amazing, mainly girls, but sometimes boys as well in these programs. And, um, you know, sometimes we play sports, sometimes we just chat. Um, there's all different things. We might go on an activity, um, but it's that um, getting to have contact with different people again and communicate and share our love of sport and what it can do for you as an individual. Are there any, um, um, like, oh, sorry, yeah, keep going. Please keep going. No, you, no you're all, you go. <laughs> oh, it could be something that you're probably going to share as well. Anyways, I wanted to know, like, um, how did the, you know, students receive uh, being part of that um Confident Girls Foundation or, or being part of those programs? Yeah, for sure. To be honest, when I first started, I was unsure how it was going to work in that we're giving these kids an hour of an opportunity to experience our sport. And I was like, is that enough? Is that enough to make a change? And um, as the program went on, the girls got the opportunity to come and watch a live netball match as well up here on the sunny coast and mm -hmm. come down on court and meet the players and meet us and have a mingle and um 
you know, some of those girls, I wasn't even getting eye contact from them in the session. And then they came down and had a full on conversation with me. Some of them said they'd taken up netball at school, um, which just warmed my heart. And I, I thought that was amazing. And that means, you know, that obviously the school has jumped on board to help them out as well and, and organized sport for them. And I thought, okay, maybe this is enough, that one hour to make a difference. And, and I think it's awesome that, that we have that opportunity to be out in our community and share the love of our sport. Yeah, definitely really important. I think you know, just building that confidence, even if it's just one change, I think it's, it's definitely a difference that is worth, worth creating. So Yeah. Yeah, on that note, um, I wanted to talk about the other initiative as well, the um, Team Girls Initiative, I think with Suncorp and, you know, the competition there with netball. And I, I realised that 50% of girls turn their back on sport by 17. And I wanted to ask you, how can we encourage um, girls to stay active in sport throughout their lives? And also, what are the benefits of sport that you think girls should know besides the physical health? Yeah, definitely. I think it's a really hard age, um, 17 for females. Like you finish school, um, you know, all the other things come up. There's so many changes in life. You start a part-time job, those sorts of things. And I think the fact that when we leave school, that opportunity for school sport has gone and maybe it's not organised for us. It also costs a lot of money um, to play sport at times. And, and there's lots of programs out there that offer support and help to get you back into organized sport and i think that needs to be um shared a bit more as well maybe even in the last few terms of school um you know telling people where they can play these organized sports or get amongst other types of activities um and i think you know for me sport is a massive thing not physically it's about um mentally and how it can um give you that opportunity to relax and experience something totally different and switch off from your everyday life. And um, it's definitely good for the soul. And I think that's why everyone should be playing sport. Yeah, I do feel that a lot of uh, friends resonate with the same idea. And I think that it's just some of those, one of those things that you just look forward to every week, whether it's at the end of the week or whenever you play, but it's just like, I can't wait to play again and get, get the sweat on yeah. and really feel like just you've accomplished something so great just after a nice game, exactly. even if it's just social. And it's a social aspect, exactly. That's so important to get amongst the different people that you might be spending every day with and talk about different things and, and yeah, share the experience with others. Yeah, I, I, really, I really agree with that too. And I think that, you know, I've probably created some of the greatest friendships as well just through that bonding through sport. And I could imagine the um, culture at the Sunshine Coast to be, you know, really one of just, you know, you can't wait to get in back to practice or play those games. So. That's exactly right. And it's the opportunity to meet people that you might usually hang out with or look to hang out with. And, and you may have heaps in common or you may not, but it's that the thing that you have in common is wanting to play sport at that time. And that's awesome. That's awesome. I love that. And I, I have another question for you. This is for the uh, real diehard netball fans out there. And you know, mm -hmm. I'm proud to know that the Australian Diamonds is ranked number one in the world. And I wanted to ask, what do you think it takes to reach that level of success? Because I couldn't imagine it to be easy. Yeah, I think a lot of it is in Australia, we have so much depth. So we have so many girls playing sport and that creates a really healthy competitive environment um, for our sport to grow here in Australia. And also we have some great development programs 
um, coming through, which helps support the growth of netball. Uh, but the culture, again, I mean, you touched on the culture in the Sunshine Coast Lightning, but it's also there in the Diamonds and in Australian netball, and it's so strong and passed down through the years. I mean, I debuted um, at the end of last year at 31, and I just felt so much a part of it, and um, the girls were amazing, and it's that culture that's been built over many years that was so inviting, and, and I enjoyed every minute of it. Yeah, I like what you said there about the culture, and I think that, you know, creating that environment for others to want to be there and to want to join in and really have them take part, I think that's just such a crucial element when it comes to playing sport, not only in, you know, a netball sphere, but also with, you know, in schools as well, you know, with the boys yeah, and the definitely. girls. It has to be a positive place where individuals can celebrate their uniqueness and have fun, and that's the most important part of sport at the end of the day. Yeah, I think if you're not having fun, you're not doing it right. So <laughs> that's what I like yeah, to say. Yeah, that's exactly right. So again, I'll, I, and another question here, almost. What advice would you give to the young netballers who are striving to achieve the great things in the sport? I'll have a few. <laughs> <laughs> um, the first one is is to I'll touch again on enjoying the journey, and I think that's something I learnt in the six years between professional contracts is that so many special moments happen along the way and if you are always looking forward to just achieving a goal, you get there and you just missed the actual point of it. Yeah. And especially in team sports, there's, there's so many special moments that you don't want to miss, so take it all in along the way. My other thing is um, don't put all your eggs in one basket. That Have more passions than one because if it's not going right, that one passion, it, it really hurts and you have nothing to go to. So, like, for me, I have my cooking, um, my family is a massive passion, my sport, obviously netball, but also I enjoy playing other sports. So whether that's just getting out and playing a bit of beach volleyball, um, anything, have a few passions and you don't have to stick with the one the whole time. You have enough time to spread it around. Um, and my other one is be your unique self on and off the court. It's too hard to try and be anyone else or fit into a box or um, that sort of thing. And, again, I think I learnt that between contracts that you have something unique as an individual to give to your game or your sport or your passion or whatever you're doing in life, and, um, and it's really important to stay true to that. I love that. Oh, great words of advice there. Definitely uh, something that we're going to take note of in the future. And as you wrap it up uh, slowly, uh, I think, are there any final words you'd like to say, any shout-outs or things coming up in the world of netball? Um, I think I missed something I was going to say. What question was it? I'm just trying to think now. Um, was there a... Oh, it, sorry, you go. No, no, yeah, yeah, go on. Um, it's about, it was about how to kind of help people and support others and giving to others. And I yeah. think it's really important that in your little community, whether that's um, your school, it might be just your family, your group of friends, no matter how small or big it is, that you give to that community and support it. It might, like for me, it might be sharing the builder that built your house to someone or um, it may be, you know, I found this awesome new little coffee place that's a small community um, and they're amazing, you should try it. It might be giving someone a pen or it might be giving someone 50 cents that's just short. Like little things make a big difference and um, you should give to your community. I love that. And, you know, that's the power of, you know, the individual and just to be able to, you know, have such a massive impact on the community. And I think if he starts with the individual, we can just share that with others around us. I love that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's all about the little things that you do in life that can make a big difference and they add up to people. Well, that's definitely, I guess, a great way to top it off because, you know, help each other, guys, and support each other, and especially with everything that you're involved with, the Netball World and the Confident um, Girls Foundation, and just being able to support and create a positive environment for others. And I hope everyone that's listened today and will listen will take that on board. And uh, there was just one last thing I wanted to touch on as well. Um, I read that, or oh, the stats say that you're about 167 centimetres, if I'm correct. Yeah, if I stand up really straight, I'm about 167. So um, I think I'm actually around the same height. So I was wondering if I could also join the uh, 167 club. You're welcome. You're in. <laughs> uh, that's awesome, guys. So, yeah, if you want to join the 167 club, it is open. And if you're not, you know, I guess you could still be an honorary, honorary member. Yeah. Right? Well, you can start your own club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's right. We're all about, you know, creating positive environments for others here today. So... Again, I'd just like to say, you know, big thank you to Laura Sherrion for joining us today. And, um, you know, uh, I hope you've taken all uh, the advice that she's taken, uh, given us today. And I hope that you all have a good day. And I, I wish you all the best as well with the upcoming netball season. I'll definitely be sure to watch. Hopefully, maybe some games in New South Wales would love to come out and see you there. But um, I'll definitely yeah. be, you know, cheekily um, rooting for the uh, Sunshine Coast. But we'll see how we go. <laughs> Thanks so much for having me, um, being part of your program today. I really appreciated the opportunity to chat with you. Thank you so much. That's us from Creating Chances, everyone. Thank you for joining us. And don't forget, hashtag we create chances. So we'll see you on the next episode of Legendary Conversations. Take care. Hopefully you enjoyed today's episode of the Positive Feedback Podcast. If you want to hear more amazing stories, head on over and subscribe to our podcast feed on Spotify and iTunes. And if you want to hear more about the work that Creating Chances is doing, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope to see you next time on the Positive Feedback Podcast.